even though the New Jersey Devils have avoided a lot of, how would I say it, obstacles during the course of this year compared to last year, there's still a, a couple question marks that they have to answer, especially in regards to Mackenzie Blackwood and also Nathan Bashan. So we have a lot to talk about in today's episode of Locked on Devils. Also have some big news to share with you guys. Buckle up. You're Locked on Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer, and also Dell's right for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. I know it's been a minute, but I'm back. I'm back in my original studio. I'm back home for the time being because I just wrapped up my first semester at Arizona State University, as some of you might have already been aware. I'm currently pursuing my master's in sports journalism. So like I just mentioned, finished my first semester, uh, great semester, had a lot of fun, met a lot of great people been given a lot of opportunities, which by the way, we'll talk more about that momentarily. But some of you are probably wondering, where have I been the last couple of days? Because I announced on my Twitter page, I also announced on the YouTube channel that I was taking a bit of a hiatus. It wasn't a long hiatus. It was just a few extra days. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm back. So the, nothing's happened to me. But uh, like I just said, towards the end of my first semester, I had to uh, do a lot of projects. I had to do a lot of tests, was burning both ends of the candle. That's why I did a couple of bonus episodes Uh, during the course of Thanksgiving. So that way I could provide you guys some extra content to make up for it. So back to our regularly scheduled program. And before we get into uh, the meat and potatoes of today's episode, I have a very special announcement. So I've been doing this show for the past couple years. I took over it back in summer of 2020 uh, during the midst of COVID. And there weren't a lot of uh, Devils content to cover. In fact, there was there was no sports uh, content to cover for the time being. So I really didn't get into the groove of things until my first hundred or so episodes working here at Locked On. And now I I worked for the hockey writers. I currently write for Pucks and Pitchforks. And guys, I've been given a great opportunity. I am going to be a credentialed media member for the New Jersey Devils game when they take on the New York Islanders this Friday. I am really excited. I'm lost for words. I express my gratitude on this show very uh, often, but I, th- this is leaving me speechless. Like I, I said, one of my goals was to become a credential media member. I've tried in the past. I tried to get credentialed for the NHL draft. I've, I, I've made an attempt to get credentialed last year, just didn't work out. But thanks to Bill Douglas of NHL.com for helping me with this opportunity. So I will be at the Prudential Center in the press box. I can't wait to meet some people who have appeared on my show. I can't wait to meet Ryan Novosinski, Christy Flannery. I can't wait to meet Dan Rice. He's also a colleague of mine over at Pucks and Pitchforks. So I don't know how I'm going to do the episode. I don't know what I'm going to be given access to. I do hope that I'm given a chance to interview a few players. So that way, it just makes the content all that much better. I might do it in the style of a vlog, but... Like I said, going to the New Jersey Devils games as a media member, is going to be a little different for me since I am a podcast host, but I just wanted to express my gratitude towards you guys. And by the way, I am less than 60 subscribers away from 1,000, and I fully believe that I could get there 
come Christmas. So once again, guys, thank you for your support. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for making Locked on Devils your first listen, wherever you get your podcast streaming service. Thank you for the big uh, support on my YouTube channel, wherever the case might be. You guys are amazing, and you guys are what makes this possible, and I can't wait to go to the Prudential Center and cover the New Jersey Devils. I've done a lot of hard work for it, and I'm, I'm glad that it's uh, that it's paying off. And over 500 episodes later, I'm finally getting to be a credentialed media member. So let's get into the meat potatoes of today's episode, shall we? So what are we going to be talking about in today's episode? Well, let's start with Mackenzie Blackwood and Akira Schmidt. Now, here's the thing. Akira Schmidt has actually exceeded my expectations because – in five game appearances, he has a record of 5-0. and He has a save percentage of 949 and a goals against average of 1.42. Now, here's the thing about Akira Schmidt. I did have my doubts when Mackenzie Blackwood went down with an injury and then it was revealed that he was brought back up. I was kind of wondering why didn't they bring up Nico Dawes because if we're looking at the season that Nico Dawes and Akira Schmidt had last year, the difference was night and day. And I felt as though even though Nico Dawes wasn't all that how would I say it fantastic I still felt as though he was our best goalie by default last year so I was like why didn't we bring up Nico Dawes but then I saw the numbers in Utica Akira Schmidt was performing better but digressing a little bit Akira Schmidt last year for New Jersey Devils he had six game appearances he had a record of 0-4 he had a goals against average of 4.83 yes you heard me uh, correctly and a save percentage of 833 now he is taken a complete 360, like I just said. But you have to wonder, what's going to happen to Akira Schmidt once Mackenzie Blackwood returns to injury? So I'm going to put off the whole Jonathan Bernier making a return this year for right now because, quite honestly, I have no more information about Jonathan Bernier's overall injury situation. I don't know what the timeline is going to be for him to return. I don't know if he's even going to return. In fact, I fully uh, believe that even if he does return for like a game or two, it's going to be his final season in the NHL. I was stunned to hear that he was projected to return during Thanksgiving, but here we are right now. So it's just like, what's going to happen between Mackenzie Blackwood and Akira Schmidt? So if I had to make a guess, I think Mackenzie Blackwood is going to be the backup goalie for New Jersey Devils, and he's going to be second fiddle to Vitek Vancek because I think Vitek Vancek has all but solidified his starting role because going into the season, it was a 1A, 1B situation, and basically the New Jersey Devils were going to ride the hot hand of whoever was uh, on that hot streak and just see what happens. And that person, Vitek Vancek, he's exceeded that, and he is head and above shoulders better than what I anticipated. But Here's the thing, guys. I know Mackenzie Blackwood has been out for an extended period of time, but I think people are forgetting how good Mackenzie Blackwood has actually been this year. So in seven game appearances, he has a record of four and two. He has a goals against average of 2.79, and he has a save percentage of 880. Now, here's the thing. Here's something to help prove my point. Uh, Remember, Mackenzie Blackwood was one of the stars of the week for the NHL early on in the year. So Mackenzie Blackwood has put up some solid performances and I don't want people to lose sight of that. But the reason, the main reason why I think Mackenzie Blackwood is still going to be the backup goalie for uh, the New Jersey Devils once he returns to injury is simply politics because let's face it, he's the longest tenured goalie on the Devils roster. 
I know Vitek Vanacek is the best goalie for right now. I know Akira Schmidt has exceeded expectations. I know he still hasn't lost a game this year. But Mackenzie Blackwood, he's just a veteran of the goalies. So I think it's already a tough pill to swallow for Mackenzie Blackwood to be second fiddle to Vitek Vanacek. I don't think Mackenzie Blackwood is going to be okay with being a third string goalie. Because remember, guys, last year, Mackenzie Blackwood in the front office did have some beef because Mackenzie Blackwood swapped agents during the middle of the year, which is never a good sign. It seemed like he wanted out of New Jersey, even though he never formally requested for a trade but we heard that there was some tension obviously it went back to uh early on in the year in which Mackenzie Blackwood refused to get vaccinated and that kind of put a, a damper on things for the time being I've already said my opinion in that regards a, a while ago so I'm not going to bring that up but ultimately my my opinion is that I think Mackenzie Blackwood since he's the longest tenured goalie for New Jersey Devils I think he's still going to be the backup goalie uh going forward but that could change come midseason. So what do I mean by that? Well, I'll talk about that momentarily. But first, I want to get you guys hip to a product that I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted to be happier. I wanted to be healthier. My body is a temple, so I got to treat, treat it as such. So what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all those things. So once again, I started taking AG1 because I wanted to be happier. I wanted to be healthier. Body's a temple. Got to start treating it as, as such. Obviously, I had to take some towards the end of my semester at Arizona State. So it's lifestyle. It's friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything, while still tasting good, supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. It's one thing that's best with Athletic Greens is that it uses best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with the convenient daily nutrition it's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look after your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And now. I want you guys to make some extra money during the course of this holiday season. So let me tell you about betonline.net. Please remember to gamble responsibly. Betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get all the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest, easy way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today. Or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bell line where the game starts. Please remember to gamble responsibly and visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. Okay, so when talking about Mackenzie Blackwood and his overall future with the New Jersey Devils, look, Mackenzie Blackwood is going to return this year. It's been revealed that he's been practicing with the New Jersey Devils the last few go rounds, and we know this time was coming. We just didn't know like how soon. So. Obviously, he went down with a sprained MCL. We knew he was going to be sidelined for a while. We were putting all our hope in Vitek Vancek, but the rise of Akira Schmidt has definitely put some things into perspective. So 
a lot of people are probably riding the wave saying that Akira Schmidt should be the backup and that Mackenzie Blackwood should be the third string goalie. Like I just said earlier on the episode, I don't think the New Jersey Devils are going to do that to Mackenzie Blackwood. And I don't think Mackenzie Blackwood is going to take that while sitting down based on how he, long he's been with the organization. I think he's already content or maybe it's a tough pill to swallow for him being the second string goalie to Vitek Vancek because let's face it, Vitek Vancek is everything that we hoped that Mackenzie Blackwood could be. But I think Mackenzie Blackwood's time in New Jersey is coming quickly to an end because we can't keep going like round for round after this. So what do I mean by that? We can't be putting our hope in Mackenzie Blackwood. He get hurt, uh, perform below expectations, whatever the case might be, and then we have to wait another season, give him another chance. Now, I did say that the New Jersey Devils haven't really done Mackenzie Blackwood all that uh, justice just because we didn't really put him into a suitable position to succeed just because we sort of gave him the Corey Schneider treatment, which is we relied on him a little too much. He got hurt as a result, and thus it kind of hurt his development, and then his trajectory just goes downhill. So, yes, we've given him the Corey Schneider treatment, but at the same time, this year was year to for Mackenzie Blackwood to show what he's capable of doing. Now, even though it's not completely his fault, even though he was named a star of the week by the NHL at one point early on this year, it's just the same story for Mackenzie Blackwood. He cannot keep getting hurt and perform below expectations. So my thing for Mackenzie Blackwood is that once he comes back from injury, I'd say two bad games in a row, he's going to become that third string goalie, whether he wants to be or not. But I think once he returns from injury, I think he's going to become the uh, backup to Vitek Vancek. Just because um, for Akira Schmidt and his case, it's just like he's young, he still has some time. And quite honestly, if I had to pick between Akira Schmidt or Mackenzie Blackwood, I think Akira Schmidt is going to remain with the organization much longer than Mackenzie Blackwood. And quite honestly, guys, come midseason, I think the New Jersey Devils legitimately might consider trading Mackenzie Blackwood because after this year, he's going to become an, a, a restricted free agent. Now, even though he's not an unrestricted free agent, you do have to uh, question, like, what's the overall future for Mackenzie Blackwood? Because quite honestly, I don't feel comfortable re-signing Mackenzie Blackwood to another three-year extension. I just don't. Because, like I just said, it, are, are we going to get the same story? So Blackwood potentially gets hurt again. We're going to have to, like, sit on pins and needles see, seeing if he's going to come back. We just uh, question his future with the organization. So, quite honestly, I don't think the New Jersey Devils' best interest at heart is re-signing Mackenzie Blackwood to another three-year extension. Now, when we did sign him to that three-year extension back in winter of 2020, I thought it was actually a respectable contract because it, it was three years, $8.4 million worth of value. So I was just like, okay, that's actually a good deal because I think Mackenzie Blackwood could have been a future Vesna Trophy candidate. But now we're talking about Vitek Vanacek being that uh, potential uh, Vesna Trophy candidate for New Jersey Devils. We're talking about Akira Schmidt and his just complete surprising development so it's just like I get that Akira Schmidt is young I get that he had an abysmal year last year but since he's performing this well you 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 can't just help but think the curiosity of like what could Akira Schmidt potentially do with the Devils organization and quite honestly I'm sure that's sparking the interest for New Jersey Devils because come the trade deadline we've been talking about could Damon Severson be out the door for New Jersey Devils but quite honestly I think Mackenzie Blackwood 
has a better chance of being uh, shown the door by the New Jersey Devils. Because like I said, after this year, he's a restricted free agent. And with Vitek Vancek doing well, with Akira Schmidt doing well, and let's hope that Akira Schmidt can keep up this solid production in between the pipes. It's just like, where, where do you put Mackenzie Blackwood? He's injury prone. He His performance has been, let's face it, mediocre. He has shown uh, glimpses of improving. So while I do believe that he's going to be the second string goalie for the New Jersey Devils after he comes back from injury, I just don't think he's a long-term solution, if that makes sense. Because you got teams like the uh, Anaheim Ducks. They're struggling mightily. They need a goalie. So I'm sure they're going to be questioning about like Mackenzie Blackwood because I'm sure they they have no uh, worry about trading for Mackenzie Blackwood because I'm sure they'll take anything that they can get. Or remember during the course of the offseason, I did a silly season discussion with my colleagues over at Locked On Lease, and they were talking about potentially getting Mackenzie Blackwood in a blockbuster deal. So I'm not sure what the situation is like for the Toronto Maple Leafs, but maybe they're still looking for a goalie because they, lo- they lost Jack Campbell during the uh, offseason. So that's my thing with Mackenzie Blackwood and his future with the Devils organization. So once he comes back, it's going to be Vitek Vanacek himself and then Akira Schmid. I-, I know that might not be the most popular answer, but in my eyes, that's the more realistic solution just because Mackenzie Blackwood has been with the organization longer. He's he, he has more experience. And I just feel as though if the New Jersey Devils say you're going to be a third string goalie, I just can't help but think there's going to be some sort of tor- turmoil amongst the organization and Blackwood. And with the Devils performing so well this year, you just can't afford to have that much drama going forward. Like just just make him a backup and then wait until um, wait until uh, the trade deadline to see what you do with them. But I must say, just because I think he's going to be the backup goalie, I don't think it's going to be guaranteed. Like like I said, I just think that if he has two bad performances in a row, then I'm, I'm sure the Devils will be like, look, we have no choice. But that's my two-cent opinion about Mackenzie Blackwood and his overall injury situation. Now, let's move on from one injury situation to another, because if you guys recall, before the game against the New York Rangers, it was revealed that Nathan Bastian had sustained a shoulder injury and the New Jersey Devils still have not given a uh, timeline as to when he's going to return. Lindy Ruff recently revealed saying that they expect for him to be out for a significant amount of time, which is never a good sign. So it's just like, um, what what what's the situation like? Well, I've said it in a previous episode. I said that if it's anything like Jack Hughes' shoulder situation, then I think Nathan Bastian is going to be out. Any He's going to be out for maybe six weeks, or I'm projecting anywhere from like a month and a half to two months. So he's going to be out for quite some time, guys. But Christy Flannery, I, I just mentioned her earlier on the show, and I can't wait to meet her on Friday, but she recently uh, released an article for the Hockey Writers, and she said, Devils' Bastion will be a bigger loss than Blackwood and Palat. Now, she did put this disclaimer. She said, I'm not saying Nathan Bastion is necessarily more important than Mackenzie Blackwood and Andre Palat, but with his unique role this season, I believe he will be a harder replacement. Now, here's the thing. I did say in a previous episode saying that, oh, I think Nathan Bastion, just because he's a bomb six player, his production has been really good. Like, 
the BMW line has exceeded my expectations and it's led by Miles Wood. I'm not trying to discredit anything that Nathan Bastian has done during the course of the season, but I just said that his overall production, I think it can be re replaceable because I said that you put Alexander Holtz on the same line as Yegor Sharangovich. I think you could expect some solid production from Holtz. And by the way, he was able to score in that game against the uh, Nashville Predators. And I was just like, don't sleep on Alexander Holtz. And then I said, put Fabian Zetterlin on that, well, you know, BMW line, well, minus the B, put him on the uh, MW line and just see where that goes because Fabian Zetterlin is also a big forward who can provide that same kind of production that uh, Nathan Bastian was able to do. And I think that line is still trying to figure things out. Now, in regards to what Christy Flannery said in her article, I read it and, you know, she did re uh, raise some reasonable points, which is uh, Nathan Bastian. He was given big minutes on the power play and also the penalty kill. His overall production is what makes the, BMW line so effective even though Miles Wood is the leader on that line you can't discredit what Nathan Bash and Michael McLeod have been able to do and quite honestly it's a great collective team effort and the New Jersey Devils don't go on that lengthy win streak without all three of them just contributing at a very solid rate now uh Christy Flannery uh also said in the article saying like just because of the unique situation that Nathan Bastian has been able to do because uh, the three uh, players have combined for 125 hits and 33 points before Bastian's injury when she's referring to the BMW line. And she's wondering who can the replacement be. And she said that Fabian Zetterlin is obviously the replacement for right now. But and she says that even though Zetterlin plays a physical game, it's not as consistent as Bastian, who currently leads the team with 50 hits in 21 games. So yeah, she does have a point right there, which is like, how do you replace Nathan Bastian in that case? I said Fabian Zetterlin because Fabian Zetterlin is actually, you know, good on the offensive side of things. And I think Fabian Zetterlin deserves a lot more credit for what he's been able to do uh, this year for New Jersey Devils because in 20 game appearances, he has 13 points, which is quite honestly very solid production for a bottom six player. But my thing for Christy Flannery is that she does bring up, uh, bring up uh, an interesting point because when talking about Mackenzie Blackwood, we've already talked about a situation because who was able to step up? It was Vitek Vanacek and Akira Schmidt. So now we're wondering, like, is Mackenzie Blackwood, is there any room on this team for him? And then when looking at Andre Palat, you know, it's funny because I think it, it could have gone either or, which is either Andre Palat was going to have a career year with the New Jersey Devils just because he would have been a bigger point of emphasis or he was just going to be like one of those guys just going through the motions. But where his value was highlighted in was leadership. So that in, in terms of Andre Pallott, I think in terms of his overall production, I think we had much higher expectations for Jack Hughes, Nico Keisher, and Jesper Bratt, and a few other players who could have stepped up to the plate. So Andre Pallott was more a, of a depth kind of player, but I projected for him to have a career year because he was one of the more underrated players on that championship Tampa Bay Lightning team because when you talk about that that Tampa Bay Lightning team that won the Stanley Cup Finals, one of the more underrated players was Andre Pilat. But now coming to a New Jersey Devils team that was projected to be, let's face it, like middle of the pack or maybe a lottery team, I projected for them to be middle of the pack, just, just putting that out there. Yeah, he could have a career year, but I'm not banking on it, but it's a solid prediction. But now when looking at the situation for Nathan Bastion, it's just like, who replaces that role for him? And I just say, 
give Fabian Zetterlin some time to just adjust because this is a challenge that the New Jersey Devils haven't uh, been faced with too much this year. So when Andre Pilat went down, we already had a lot of offensive weapons. And when uh, Mackenzie Blackwood went down, it, we already had Vitek Vanacek. And it was just like, who was going to be the backup? That was the big question mark because Vitek Vanacek, it's not like he performed better when Mackenzie Blackwood went out. He was already performing really well for the New Jersey Devils. So he already had it figured out. It was just a matter of like, who's going to be that backup? Who's going to step up to the plate? And now for the case of Nathan Bastian, Chrissy Flannery is correct, which is Nathan Bastian had a unique role. As the Brad Pack said when he first uh, appeared on the show just a few weeks ago, he said that Nathan Bastian is sort of like that goblin goal kind of guy because it's just like it's nothing spectacular, but he knows where to place himself. And Christy Flannery also brought up an interesting fact, which is something I raved about Nathan Bastian during his rookie year, which is he he's currently leading the New Jersey Devils in hits. He's a very physical guy. So it's just like, what can we expect from Fabian Zetterlin is that his production is there. He just needs to get accustomed to the line of McLeod and also Wood. And it's worth mentioning that the New Jersey Devils, they they have been struggling their last few games because what do I mean by that? In, in the game against the New York Rangers, that was an exciting game. But let's not forget the New Jersey Devils gave up the first two goals of the game to the New York Rangers very early, like I, I believe in the first two minutes. And then that game against the Nashville Predators, the New Jersey Devils, they played good for two and a half minutes in which they were able to score, what, like three unanswered goals in period number two. And then the rest of the way, they were playing very leisurely. They were playing very conservative, especially on that final power play, in which they really should have been gunning for that extra insurance goal to put the game out of reach. And then they lose an OT, a game that they deserve to lose. And then in their previous game against the Philadelphia Flyers, a team that's literally coming off a lengthy losing streak, the Devils just had an ugly win. It was one of those wins where, yeah, we got the win, but it's nothing to hold your head high about. So it's just like, yeah, I get it that the Devils are adjusting. I, I think that's just them trying to figure things out up and through their lineup. And I think they're going, you know, this is what separates great teams from decent teams, which is you adjust on the fly. And I think that's what the Devils have to do in the case of Nathan Bastian and his absence. So I think Fabian Zetterlin, He'll step up to the plate. He'll he'll be fine for New Jersey Devils. He just you just need to give him some time. So Vitek Vanacek, like I said, already had it figured out when Andre Pilat went down with his injury. We already had a lot of offensive weapons that were a bigger priority than Andre Pilat because Andre Pilat's main role was to be a leader and and just fill in some depth positions, as in give us some more scoring up and down our lineup. Just give up give us more options. But it, I I said it wouldn't be out of the ordinary for him to have a career year. Just said that. Now, for Nathan Bastian and his overall absence, just got to adjust on the fly. Just got to figure it out. Like I said, I don't want anyone to underestimate that BMW line because they have been very impactful and they have provided that one-two punch. So let me know what you guys think about Nathan Bastian and his overall absence because Chrissy Flannery brought up that interesting point, felt like it was worth discussing. And like I said, I think Fabian Zetterlin is that guy. Just need to give him some time. So let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. Almost close to 1,000 subscribers, and I'm going to be a credentialed media member for New Jersey Devils on Friday's game against the New York Islanders. I can't wait, guys. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for your listenership. Thank you so much for your viewership on YouTube, your support, whatever the case might be. You guys make this show great. So I'll catch you in the next episode. As for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you. So continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. And like I said... 
Let's keep it going. Let's keep this support going. I'm back. A little rusty, but I'll get back into the swing of things.